Hi, I'm Ellen. And I'm Alex. And this is our podcast, Uniquely Portable Magic, where we talk about all things books. This week, we are talking about Daughter of the Pirate King, a novel by Trisha Levenseller, the first of a duology Mm -hmm. um, that we are very excited to talk about. It um, follows, very fittingly, the Daughter of the Pirate King, if you... (laughs) Couldn't tell oh my based gosh, on the, spoilers. the title. Oh no! I know. Yeah, and it starts off um, when you find out that she is trying to get herself captured um, as she works with her father, who is king of the pirates. Because obviously, pirates have kings, right? I mean, who yeah. rule over them. Um, Some do. Yeah, in this book, they do. So yeah. we get to follow along as she tries to continue to convince her captors that, that she's she actually a captive yeah that she's actually a captive <laughs> and not trying to be there on purpose right. um which allows for a lot of fun intrigue and um a lot of great um banter amongst characters and um we're really excited to talk about it yeah. further Um, As always, we will be talking in depth about this book, so if you haven't read it and you don't want any spoilers, now is the time to pause and go read it, and then come back and join us and talk to us about it, because we would love to talk to you about it. Um, And if you don't care about spoilers, you're a weirdo. No, just kidding. (laughs) Um, Yes, this is accurate. (laughs) But you're also welcome to stay and listen, so I guess that's fine, too. Everyone is welcome. (laughs) Unless you don't like reading, then, I mean, you're still welcome, but why are you here? <laughs> <laughs> you just love us that much that you want to I was going to say, you can't. about something that yeah. you don't care about? Yeah. Cool. <laughs> it's like, you can't, I mean, I love us, but you can't love us that much. <laughs> hey, support, support all love, Ellen. I, I do. I'm just saying. Mm, okay. I don't think anybody <laughs> loves us enough to listen to this if they didn't like books. This is true. This is very true. So. You were speaking the truth, but I was trying to be optimistic. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, I mean, maybe, but I don't think so. Yeah. Um, Okay, so I know who one of your favorite characters is. I don't know, and I'm thinking you only had one, but I'm not positive. Will you enlighten us? I had one favorite character, and it was Alosa, the main character. Oh my god, I'm so sad. <laughs> um, she was just so much fun to read and um like a total badass even at 17 and um it was just really fun to to watch her work through everything that she had to work through and um like I don't know, it was just she's witty and sarcastic and of course she's a redhead so that never hurts and um yeah it was just she was a lot of fun and I really enjoyed getting the story through her point of view mm-hmm. which you know would when it's the main character you would hope that that's the case and uh <laughs> correct it, it it was good mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah how about you I I agree um I also really enjoyed her sarcasm, her um, just, like, ability to do all these things well because her father trained her so terribly to do so well at (laughs) all of this that it was kind of incredible to be like, oh, wow, 
So this is what it looks like and what someone thinks like when they have the ability to do, you know, X, Y, Z, like without even thinking about it because it's just become innate for them. Right. I was like, wow. Absolutely. What a life. Wouldn't that be cool? <laughs> well, uh, well except for, you know, all of the reasons leading was... up to why she has the ability to <laughs> right. do all of these things. I don't know if the years of torture are so great, but. Right. Yeah. But it was also really, um, I ha- I really enjoyed getting in her head because there were so many instances where you could just like see that like her different belief systems and like what she knew were warring with each other Mm -hmm. and and how she was trying to like reconcile different parts of herself and like what she knew to be true and like how she was growing through the book i don't know i I enjoyed all of that no i agree i think that's awesome Mm mm-hmm yeah, also, so on the front cover, it's depicted um, that there is a young woman with red hair on a ship. And when I started reading it, I was like thinking, how many books have we read recently that all have red-headed protagonists? A good chunk of them. And like a lot of the ways that we choose, not a lot of the ways, some of the ways that we choose the books to read here is... Ellen has this problem where she accidentally <laughs> purchases a lot of books. I don't know. And if it's a, I don't, surprisingly, problem. Problem seems her like bookshelf just <laughs> continues to <laughs> overflow. And so usually when we're looking to decide on a new book to read, we'll first go to her bookshelf because mm-hmm. you have these books already. So why not? Plus you have right. good taste. Oh so God, thank you. <laughs> is your entire bookshelf just covered with redheaded protagonist um books maybe, because maybe unintentionally <laughs> like no because i was thinking about that too and like it it's like i said it certainly never hurts because you know as a redhead i like redheaded people i don't know that was that's a weird sentence but whatever um <laughs> but like i think it's just also a coincidence you know like i think there is a higher percentage of redheads in fantasy books. Um, Ooh, that would be interesting to get like statistical right. information. So my my friend Amanda and I talk about this quite a bit because we're both redheads. So we always love it when we read a book with a redheaded main character. Um and sort of jokingly, we always say that it's just because everybody wants to be a redhead. So if you're writing a fantasy book, then your fantasy is obviously to be a redhead. So, <laughs> duh. <laughs> so duh. Um, and I don't know that that's necessarily true, but I do think that there is just a higher rate of redheads in fantasy books. I don't know why or for what reason or if that's even really true or if I am even subconsciously just drawn more to, you know, but like. Most of the time, the books that are on my shelf are because I read the back and they sounded interesting. And of course, they're not going to tell you what hair color the person has on the back. It just sort of happens sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> Though often it will be on the cover. Well, sometimes. <laughs> like like this time, yes, that is mm-hmm. true. But like, what? It, let's see. These Hollow Vows, she was a redhead or is a redhead. Mm-hmm. Um, and is on the cover, yes. Sh- yes, but that book came to me in my bookish box subscription box. So oh, I so you didn't have a choice with that. Right. Like, it, thankfully, it, I mean, 
I'm so glad it did. But, like, that came to me that way. And then, like, what else? Crescent City, she's a redhead. But, I mean, like, I would have... We already re- read that author Yeah, anyways. like, I would have read that book anyways. <laughs> um, from Blood and Ash, she's a redhead. But I wouldn't have known that from the covers, you know? Um, mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of all the other books that we read. I don't know. I feel like there's way more. Does pink uh, hair redheads. count? Because Once Upon a Broken Heart, oh. her hair is pink, mm. you know. Mm-hmm. Or rose gold or whatever they mm. were calling it. I don't know that that counts. Well. I mean, if you want it to, sure. <laughs> As I mean, you are a redhead, so you're the only one who can say whether. Yes. Literally the only consider one. Consider other redheads redheads or not. Um, I mean, but it's closer to red hair. If her hair is pink, then it would be closer to being in a category of red hair than any other hair color, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know. Um, yeah, so now I am interested, too. Like, we should, I don't know how we would do that, but I don't know, just start polling people. What book did you just read? What genre was it? What color hair did the protagonist have? Like, <laughs> it'd be interesting to know. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Okay, back to the book. <laughs> what? Oh. Or we could keep talking, just about, talking red- about redheads. <laughs> or we could just keep talking about redheads forever. That's fine too. Um, okay, let's see. Um, so, so Alosa was also favorite. your favorite character. Yes. Okay. Did you have any yes. other ones? No, just okay. her. Okay. okay. Which was yeah surprising, but because you know me, typically I fall for the the guy pretty quickly and I'm like yes favorite hands down (laughs) um but yeah I struggled with like I like I liked writing a lot but Mm -hmm. there were just I don't know I, I had a lot of problems with you know because of the situation you don't actually know what either of them are truly feeling versus doing to play a part versus, yeah. you know, there's, there's so many layers of things that I just found it hard within this book. Um, not to say that that changes in the next one, um, in terms of like getting a feel for him. Yeah. Um, cool, cool. Cool, cool. So favorite part, favorite parts. Um, I, I enjoyed the whole book, uh, you know, unsurprisingly. Um, But so it was interesting because my favorite part is not so much my favorite part. Okay. So my favorite part is when Alosa was captured by um, Theris and Vorden. Oh, gosh. I was going to say I'm already forgetting all of their names. Um, And they have her locked up. And they're forcing her to, like, show off her abilities. And I didn't like... That was my favorite part because she was locked up because I didn't like that part. But I liked being able to see what she could do with her magic and, like, what her Mm. siren... And I just liked how it was... It was a way to lay it out and to show it and to... um, Um... explain it and really well and thoroughly but it still makes sense for the story and I really liked how that was able to be done um 
So that was my favorite part. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Because, yeah, yeah, that is true. We don't get a whole lot of insight into, like, what she's capable of. Yeah. Um, until, really, that instance in the book. Mm-hmm. Um, so while I did say that I didn't choose Raiden as my favorite character, that doesn't mean that I didn't really enjoy the majority of their interactions together when they were constantly trying to like feel each other out and like one up each other and determine what was real and what wasn't and what was what all was that energy like who's ener- playing off yeah all that enemies to lovers energy is what i was trying to say yes yeah so um i really loved all of that which meant the majority of the book because that was the majority <laughs> right. of the book. Um, but especially uh, whenever Alosa was like sarcastic with him specifically, there yeah. were always like really good little nuggets in like the reactions to each other mm-hmm. in those instances, which I really Oh, enjoyed. for sure. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Okay. Those are really good. So... I had three favorite quotes. How many do you have? I think this is a record. I only had one. Oh, whoa. Okay. I think it was also just because I was reading a lot and I didn't want to put the book down. (laughs) (laughs) That's fair. Um, So mine comes uh, after um, Alosa... Um, has been hanging from the mast all day um, and Raiden is um, trying to apologize to her and he you know is saying that it didn't he didn't think it was going to go that far and um, or for that long and he didn't hadn't intended for that to be how everything um, had sort of played out um, and she says to him Words only mean something when backed up with actions. Um, and one, I think that's very true. And two, I think that's very true. I don't know why I put, I don't know why I put numbers on it because I mean that's I think right. I, I think it's a very true statement. You know, words are only words unless we actually do something with them. You know. Mm-hmm. Right. Words are powerful. You can't discredit them yeah. at all. But there has to be action paired exactly. with them. Exactly. For there to be like meaningful long term anything. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah, that was my favorite quote. Nice. I know. Okay, so like I said, I had three. Okay. And I think most of them were similar to yours and like I read it and I was like yes mm-hmm. like that is like very true of just a very great way to say something that needs to be said um now let me just find them because I just noted I have a physical book so instead of when I have an ebook and I can just like highlight the exact quote right. I have to go through the page here so Bear with me. No, oh. I'm done. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Goodbye. Okay. This is it. <laughs> well, mm, too bad. We're 
podcasting together and like best friends and stuff that really sucks for you no this is the you <laughs> asking me the to, end. yeah you asking me to wait for you is the end of all of it <laughs> we're done yeah 16 years um, down the drain <laughs> so this is mm, somewhere in like the first quarter of the book and elosa is oh, my dog's barking Oh, nice. You might hear well, him in I the background. Hear, so. Okay. Um, she is observing Enwin and Kieran interacting and how talking about how, like, Kieran's drunk and, mm-hmm. you know, why does he keep doing this to himself and whatever. And she, after she converses with Enwin, she then thinks to herself, everyone has something dark in their past. I suppose it's our job to overcome it. And if we can't overcome it, then all we can do is make the most of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I was like, oh, girl, that's what I'm trying to do right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're heading home so hard already. Right. Like page 61 of the book. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that was that. That one just hit me and I was like, mm, yep, yep, right there. Right no. in the ribs. <laughs> oh, just in the ribs, not the heart. I guess what under the up under the ribs is that how you get to your kidney, whatever. So it would be like through the ribs would be to the heart. What's underneath? I don't know where your organs are. <laughs> your kidneys are like back here. <laughs> oh right. Okay. Well, so then what's like? <laughs> I don't know. I never took anatomy. <laughs> Under your ribs, I don't know. Under your ribs is pretty much just your heart and your lungs. There's nothing. Okay, well, so I'm just. I feel like I'm recalling like from what other ever books we've read, where you like the protagonist gets taught how to like defend herself. Yes, the way of a man's heart is through the third and fourth ribs. Yes, that that's what I was thinking of. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you for remembering what. Fully what I was trying my, to remember. My favorite part of that, though, was, what's under your ribs? Your <laughs> kidneys? <laughs> I don't know. There are a lot of internal organs all <laughs> in the same general area. I'm sorry that I never took anatomy and physiology. Though, honestly, of any high school course, I probably should have taken that because that would have actually helped me out the most in life oh my god okay (laughs) i'm (laughs) sorry okay what is this next one why did you think there was so much space between your kidneys and your bladder like (laughs) your kidneys are just right back here I don't know. There's a lot of space in your torso for all of your organs. I don't know how they're arranged, except for the fact that your heart is up here. That's about all I got. Next to the kidneys. (laughs) Indeed. Oh. Okay. My sister is currently studying for her registered dietitian exam, and she has to know so much about, like, the human body and how all of it works. Maybe you should go join her. (laughs) She'd probably be very disappointed. Nikki, Alex is coming to study with you. Not because she needs to take a test, but because she thinks her kidneys are up here. I didn't say up here. I said down here. Oh. 
That's so much better. (laughs) Okay, anyways, back to the book. We're not going to laugh at me anymore because that happens enough as it is. (laughs) Okay. Um... At least I can laugh at myself and my own idiocy. So I mean, that. I know many people can't. So at least, at least I can enjoy my own blunders. That's okay. My friend Jess, who you know, that our podcaster people probably don't know her. Special Unless, shout out to yeah. Jess. Woo, Jess. Um, she thought. <laughs> I do not have permission to share this on the podcast, so I hope she doesn't hate me for it. But oh, she then should you not? Share no, it's that? totally fine. Oh, okay. Um, when she did her eighth grade trip to DC, Washington DC, right? She, she kept telling people she was going to the Dominican Republic because that's what she thought <laughs> DC stood for. And I was like, why would DC stand for the Dominican Republic? And she's like, there's a C in Republic. And I'm like, yeah, at the end. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, did she think she was going somewhere tropical and warm? <laughs> no, no, I think she also thought that the Dominican Republic was next to Virginia. <laughs> okay, all right. <laughs> oh. um, okay, so. Back to favorite quotes. Yes. So this next one is something that Elosa says to ride in in one of their many exchanges. Um, and, oh, this is actually when she is pulling on her siren self. And, like, right before she gets his brother to... Um, make his advances and so she's like Mm -hmm. focusing on what he needs and his deepest desires of his heart and really just hits home with him and then just hits home with me too (laughs) (laughs) so here it is okay you long for happiness Raiden but you don't have the courage to go find it you are strong and courageous in many ways but when it comes to taking care of yourself you're weak Mm. and I was literally just like filleted by that (laughs) My kidneys are still intact. <laughs> were you, I'm so sorry, were you filleted like a filet mignon or flayed? No, like, like filleted, like how fish is like filleted, just like chopped up and like. Okay. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't know. Like F-I-L-E-T. Not F-L-A-Y-E-D. I think so. I don't know anymore. <laughs> okay, I will caveat this with words have been really hard for me today. I okay. don't know why, but like I can't think of what I'm trying to say. It's like it's not an excuse because I can't speak English anyways. No, it's fine. I just mostly I just want to know which word I need to be picturing, but you know, right? Just... Like isn't isn't filleted like being like chopped up like Sure. No, it's not. <laughs> what, are, what are these? Who, do you think you chop fish like this? Yep. <laughs> to those of you who can't see us, she's got both of her hands and she's doing like fast karate chops, but like up by her head. It doesn't yep. make any sense, but you know, whatever. It makes whatever. a lot of sense. Okay. 
Uh, but anyways, when she said that, I was like, motherfucker, like, that's me. <laughs> I am weak. Like, I am, I have so much courage in so many instances, and then I am just weak in that regard in terms of, like, being good to myself and taking care of myself, and I've never thought of it that way. Yeah. And so it's one of those instances where you're reading a book and you're, like, having a great time, and then they say something about a character, and you're like, holy moly and you're like how dare you i hold the phone i read to escape from my problems (laughs) yes not excuse me be faced with them got it exactly yeah Yeah. so that was that was one of those moments where not even just a oh wow like that makes a lot of sense and really is relevant to me but even more so of allowing me to think about it in a different way and use different words and digest it a little bit more for sure because of that um okay so then my last quote where is this oh yeah so this was really interesting to me um and also was again kind of one of those things where like oh wow i wonder if i can think more along these lines like just would never have occurred to me the way that Elosa like goes about her life yeah and she again is speaking with Raiden um and is talking about like the differences between the two and he asks like who it like who she is like how do you know so much about me like who are you and her response is I am me because I choose to be me. I am what I want. Some people say you have to find yourself, not I. I believe we create ourselves to be what we want. Any aspect of ourselves that we do not like can be altered if we make an effort. And while part of that is her siren self, so she doesn't fully believe that and is like trying to get right into just like eat up everything that she's saying yeah um even so it was still a really interesting concept to me of like i i feel very out of control with myself and you know taking care of myself and and how i portray myself and how i treat myself and all of that um and so it was just a very foreign way of thinking about the fact that like I can have more, yeah, like control over all of that. So that kind of stood out to me too. Yeah. So now that we've finally gotten through my favorite quotes, <laughs> <laughs> um, we've definitely spent more time on quotes in our in our run here. I think you're doing just fine. <laughs> um. So yet again, we found ourselves. Uh, yet again like we've done this a bunch of times i think this is the second time but we have um read a pirate book or whatever um and yet again i've like i every time i i'm like i want to be a pirate and i don't forget (laughs) and i don't want to be a pirate i the ocean is beautiful, but it also fucking terrifies me. And so, like, but every time I read a pirate story or watch a pirate movie or whatever, I, like, 
I just forget. And I'm like, yeah, I want to be a pirate. But not like a new, like I want to be an old timey pirate, which I really mm-hmm. don't want, you know, like the scurvy <laughs> and the. What? You don't want to be in like revolting quarters with all of these men who have like rotting teeth and rats no. everywhere and no <laughs> um weird yeah. like i just i mean it's interesting right so it opens up and she's and she's being taken prisoner but she's like we find out very quickly that she's not with her real crew right and then mm-hmm. as the story goes on we find out more about like her actual crew is like mostly like women, you know, like, and, and we get like little glimpses and then we get a little bit of a glimpse right at the end when she finally is reunited with um, more than just the few who had been with her with her fake crew. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, like, maybe I could be a girl pirate with other girl pirates. Like, because I, I feel like girl pirates are going to find a way to be cleaner than boy pirates. Um, and also just potentially cooler and more badass. Because- well, duh. Because right. they're, they're girls um, and women. And... But, like, could I be a girl pirate that, like, spends most of her time on the land? <laughs> <laughs> and has, like, indoor plumbing and I think stuff? I could. I think I could be okay without the indoor plumbing. Maybe. I don't know. Okay. Maybe not. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> well, questionable. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, and it's just, it cracks me up every time it happens. Cause I'm like, I don't actually want to be a pirate, but at least for this little while I do. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I, I greatly enjoy this struggle that you have. Um, but one of the things that I always struggle with whenever I read something that's either pirates or any type of ship. I just really struggle to conceptualize everything that's occurring. Like as they're describing, oh, they're going into this room and oh, there's a battle and this happens and Mm. they're saying all of these words that describe parts of a ship. And like, even though there is like on the inside cover, there is a drawing that like shows you where the different rooms are and yeah. like what they have in them. Right. And I specifically looked at it because I know of these issues that I have and I <laughs> like I like to be able to get a better grasp on what's happening in a story and being able to better like visualize and understand it. And still didn't happen. <laughs> I had no idea what was happening or like I was just totally making things up like yes this is sure that's honestly I don't even know what I was thinking <laughs> it was just more of like I'm gonna pretend that I know what's happening and keep reading and hope that maybe I will still understand what's happening even though I don't fully <laughs> but yeah for some reason ships always do that to me in books that's hilarious um yeah yeah especially like older ships like like old timey ships Mm -hmm. well if i ever turn to a life of old timey piracy i'll i'll invite you aboard and you can um you'll give me a grand tour yeah Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) to to help me better understand (laughs) so you know you have that to look forward to if if that's the 
path I choose for myself. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I have a feeling we don't have to consider that option. I don't know what for you're talking many, about. For many, many reasons. The world is my clam. Um, mm-hmm. Have we explained that on the podcast yet? I don't know if we have. Okay. Maybe so, you should. Yeah. So I know that the saying is the world is my oyster. But I said it once as an accident many years ago. And then I kind of just loved it so much that I decided to keep it. And I feel like there was more to the story than that, too. But I don't know. There remember. definitely is. And I can't remember. It was definitely more than just, oh, I liked it. Um, yeah. But I can't remember either, which is weird because, well, no, maybe it's not weird that I don't remember. But <laughs> <laughs> you've told me multiple times because I will forget why you do it. Yeah. Um, the world is my clam. Well. I don't know. Maybe we'll, it'll come to you. Yeah, whatever. Well, that um, was super not exciting. That was, yeah, that was <laughs> like, like the most unexciting story I think I could have ever told anybody. <laughs> oh my gosh. So oh. you'll be proud of me. I read the all of the pages or at least some of the pages before the book actually began i know i never do that and one of them is like the dedication yeah to her sister and her sister's name is Alyssa. and so i was like oh duh her protagonist is named after her sister yeah i was like oh that's so sweet yeah very cute Mm mm-hmm um, okay, so were you, I was totally, I don't know if confused is quite the right word, but like flummoxed? I don't know. <laughs> we can say confused during the beginning of this book. Because like, she's being kidnapped, but she doesn't like, or kidnapped, mm, captured. There we go. She's being captured, but she like doesn't seem that upset by the fact that she's being captured. And then she mentions on page like four that she's not with her real crew. And then you're like, what? Okay. And then, like, and then she's, like, killing people who are trying to capture her, but she also wants to be captured. And, like, um, and then, of course, by page, like, I don't know, 13 or whatever, it's like, oh, she's on a mission to steal from these people. Got it. Did you... Were you a little confused or flummoxed or whatever the right word is? Or were you pretty much like... So also very rare for me to do this. I'm pretty sure I read the inside cover that tells you like that she's trying to get herself captured um, as part of the description of the book. And so... Yeah, it that for beginning, sure <laughs> So the beginning of the book made a lot of sense to me because I already knew that that so, was... Okay, so the, so the other... So the side effect of us going off of books that I already have on my shelf is that who knows when I purchased them. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, I purchased them because I knew I wanted to read it. But that means that I don't often go back to reread because I own it because 
you know, mm-hmm. so I've already made the decision that it's something that I want to read. Um, yeah, that would have made it a lot more helpful because <laughs> literally well, it's, it says sent on a mission to retrieve an ancient hidden map, the key to a legendary treasure trove. 17 year old pirate captain Alosa deliberately allows herself to be captured by her enemies. Mm-hmm. Well, that would yep. have that would have saved me a little bit of. <laughs> indeed, indeed, it would have. But see, it's weird because usually I don't do that. And we are typically in opposite roles. Usually you're like. Well, didn't didn't you know that this was gonna happen because of X Y C is yeah. right here on this? And I was like, oh no, I didn't read that. That would have been really helpful. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's but you hilarious. know, that's just part of reading. Like everyone has a completely different experience based yeah. on like what they catch and don't catch, and for sure, yeah, that's what makes one of the things that makes reading so fun. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So. Was it just me, or did you laugh when um, we found out that Olosa's dad had apparently somehow instituted a policy of honesty amongst pirates? I don't know if I laughed. I was just like, that's such bullshit. Like, there's no way that that is actually happening. And, like, if it is, I need to keep reading to see how the heck that's possible. Yeah. I um, I just don't equate the two. Yeah, I don't think Pirates I thought anything of it. I think I was just like, okay, cool. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, that one st- stuck with me, and I was like, hmm, we'll see how this goes. Yeah. That's what, I don't think it's possible. Um, I was like, <clears throat> I shouldn't have been because she's the daughter of the Pirate King. But I was very pleasantly surprised when the first time she gets locked in the um, brig or whatever, um, she successfully steals her key from Ryan. Oh, my God. So great. But I was also like, is he, does he, is this his first day on the job? Like, (laughs) (laughs) Like, yeah. Well, so I similarly... Like, was very impressed by that, but then very quickly felt that she was coming off as very cocky. Um, But then every time, and I was concerned, I was like, girl, you're going to get into trouble. Like, you're thinking that you're so much better than everyone else. And that plans are great. (laughs) But then every single freaking time, she is better than everyone else. I'm like, damn it. (laughs) Your cockiness is warranted. Yeah. It's really funny because they talk... The little pull quote on the front says, readers should rejoice because we now have a Lady Jack Sparrow on our hands. Mm-hmm. And to a point, I do agree with that, right? Like, it's she's got these harebrained plans and they always seem to work out and that's fantastic. Now, on the flip side, I don't think she's crazy like Jack is crazy, you know? Um, and she's also not an alcoholic like Jack is an alcoholic, right? So, like, mm-hmm. <clears throat> she doesn't have that side of it but I was like that's really funny because she totally is minus those two things she's totally like a well and a lot of his like personality and mannerisms don't really apply either like she's very like put together and right seemingly intelligent and right um yeah she doesn't come across as like a drunken I don't know guy who doesn't know what the heck he's doing at all 
Pirate. ever. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, yeah. So, did you see the fact that Raiden and Draxon were brothers coming? Like, because I felt like it was pretty clear. Mm-hmm. Yes. Especially with the way that Raiden just had, like, so much authority. My dog is barking again. Oh, yeah, I can hear him a little bit now. Yeah. Doesn't so. he know that we're podcasting? He wanted to be a part of it. He has Come some, on, he has Pippin. Some, he has some real feelings about Raiden and, and Draxon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's, got a, he's got a lot of feelings. So probably what's really happening is that he's standing at our door and someone is having the audacity to, you know, walk outside or, you know, there's a... Wow. Or be in their own yard. Right. Like, how dare they? Yeah. Or what, get out of their car in their own driveway and walk into their house? Right. <laughs> ridiculous um, yeah how dare yes how dare they mm-hmm. um well we can pretend that he's really just letting us know that he also agrees that it was pretty quickly obvious that they were brothers yeah and yeah he's like how yep. come you couldn't even see that yep exactly yeah um okay um so I, it's interesting, right? Because you, you get these looks at, at Raiden and Draxon, and at least to me, it was pretty evident pretty quickly that the 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 bad one or the morally gray one or the whatever was Draxon, and it was pretty evident very quickly that Raiden was the the morals of the of the two of them. Mm-hmm. So I was like. Until we find out more about his dad, I was shocked that Raiden was the one who killed his dad. Because, like, it just mm-hmm. didn't it just didn't seem like something that he would do, of course, until we learned more about how awful his dad was. And then it made more sense. Um, yeah. But how about you? I agree. I yeah. also was struggling with their leadership roles because I just was like... <laughs> Raiden is obviously the better person. He should be the captain. Yeah. Um, I think you. I think you. I think you might be works. missing the point of pirates. <laughs> is what? That... <laughs> I don't know what you're referring to. Pirates are very moral individuals. Yes. That that's... are guided by the utmost honor. Yes. <laughs> That's what I've always heard about pirates. Yep. That they're very honorable. <laughs> and yes, very moral and honorable individuals. Yeah. Um, uh. <laughs> yeah. That's, yeah, that's what I've always heard. I don't know what you're talking about. Um, I, I don't think I is the right way to start that sentence. Um, so pretty quickly, Raiden is becomes not the only one who's like guarding her cell, which I also thought was, I mean, it turns out that even with guards guarding her cell, she was still getting out. I so know. <laughs> it, it clearly it was necessary. They just needed to be better at it. But also like at first I was like, really, you're going to put guards outside of her locked cell? Like, come on, you guys. Like, do you really have that little faith in your ability to hold a captive? 
And then but the more, it turns out that they should, they needed to do even a better job. Right, exactly. Um, the more I read, the more I was like, oh, yeah, you guys suck at this. <laughs> but also the fact that they were like, sure, we'll let you bring all your things. And I was like, I that is, you are dumb. <laughs> like, what have you guys are ever, you thinking? Have you, I was, I literally thought at one point, I was like, have you guys ever had a captive before? Like, I've never held someone hostage or captive. But even I know you don't let them bring all of their clothes with them. <laughs> yes, it's just clothes and books. Yeah, like, right. Or, right, even if you let them bring their clothes, books? What, is she going <laughs> to, she's going to occupy her time by reading? I mean, I get it. Like, I would want books, but, like, <laughs> you know. Um, but I loved, like, immediately she gets these two guards, Kieran and Enwin, and immediately I was so, like, in love with the two of them. Like, they were so funny. And clearly, if we're thinking ab- about this in sort of the lines of who, you know, because it mentions multiple times, one's on the front, one's on the back, that it's, you know, Pirates of the Caribbean lovers or whatever so my first thoughts were immediately um oh i can't remember their names but in pirates of the caribbean the shorter squatter guy and then the guy with the wooden eye that keeps popping out girl i i saw like maybe two of those movies (laughs) once in middle school you're expecting me to remember any of this how? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I know everyone else, like, rewatched them and watched all of them all the well, time. Well, that's who I was thinking of this whole time. And... Okay. It... You would be... If you knew what I was talking about, you'd be like, oh my god, yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, But, like, I just loved, especially Enwin and all of his weird, like, superstitions and, um, like, he he was definitely up there for, like... Not my favorite character, because that was definitely Elosa, but, like, he was definitely up there. Like, I loved him. Um, But, like, the part where he was, like, (laughs) red hair keeps you from getting diseased. And she's, like, and she's, like, well, I've had red hair my whole life, and I've certainly gotten sick. And he's, like, it doesn't work if it's (laughs) on your own head. (laughs) And she's, like, so I have to take the hair that you took from me, and then it would work? And he was, like, yes. Sure. And I'm like, so I love that one, he's just very superstitious, but like also clearly he's just making up his own superstition as he goes. Like, <laughs> and I was just like, you know what? Great. You do you. <laughs> yeah. He's definitely one of those characters that you love him for all that he is. Even yeah. the parts where you're like, oh, he steals from everyone. I love it. <laughs> it's, like, it's so wait, cute because he only steals it? one coin at a time. <laughs> oh, that's what I mean. He's just yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, or like one of the other things that I just loved so much about him is that like he just had this sort of like unwavering faith in Kieran, even though nobody else had any faith in Kieran. Um, and I just loved that so much about him and like. And even later in the book, I don't remember exactly what was happening, but she ends up talking to him and he's like, this isn't what I signed up for. Like, this isn't the pirate ship that I wanted to be a part of, Oh, you know? And like, I was, um, 
I think maybe when she's talking to him about stealing. I don't know. But, like, he's like, I, I don't feel bad doing this because this isn't what being a pirate was supposed to be. You know, like... Hmm. Um, and I was like, oh. I mean, it seems <laughs> kind of like what you would expect pirating to be. You know? <laughs> what do I know? Alex, clearly you just don't understand the pirate lifestyle like I do. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> so. That's that's obviously what Gosh. It oh, my gosh. But, um, yeah, I will say that, well, I enjoyed and one more there were many times where whatever Kieran was doing just made me laugh so much. Oh, yeah. Like when he, like when she's hanging for however many hours oh. they have her hanging there and he like offers her his drink. And yeah. she like, they, like he's like, hmm, want some? And she's like, gives him a look of like, are you, are you kidding what? what the fuck? <laughs> Seriously? Like, right. I can do, like, that's gonna help me? Thanks, but no thanks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, he was, he was, he was a hoot and a half, too, and I loved him. Um, I thought it was so funny, sort of, I mean, I, I just, I was just, so much of this book was me cracking up at how bad of a job her captors were do it like being captors like and I think that's kind of part of the beauty of this book right is that like she has to convince them that she's a captive <laughs> and they're so shitty at it like <laughs> like <laughs> like he doesn't he doesn't know that for so many nights she's been letting herself out of her cage exploring the whole fucking ship and then coming <laughs> coming back to her cage in the morning like what yeah i i don't understand how that's possible like a ship is only so big right it's not and, huge right and there are so many people on it like i just yeah <laughs> that was a continual source of hilarity yeah. for this in this book for me. <laughs> um yeah, it was just I just thought it was I don't know, it was just cracking me up. Um there was um there was a part and I just wrote down the page number, but it's page 156 in the paperback version of it. And she's she's like thinking to herself <laughs> and it just I think that was one of the things I loved so much about this book is just how often I was, like, cracking up as I was reading it. Mm -hmm. And it was really nice. I mean, don't get me wrong. I like books that are big, heavy hitters. You know I do. I love them. But also, it was just really nice to be reading a book that was, like, yeah, there were some, like, intense moments. But, like, for the most part, it was just light and fun and, like, you know, like, and it was just such a joy to be <laughs> not, mm -hmm. like, constantly like, oh, my God, okay, what's going to happen? I don't want to turn this page. Like, what's going to happen? It's going to be really bad. Mm hmm Um. Oh, so <laughs> this is a part where she and Raiden are talking to each other, and um, she 
or talking to her. They're fighting. And um, she's, I don't know what they're fighting. It's still hot. Oh, he's like, feed, he brought her soup or whatever. And he's like, careful, it's still hot. And then <laughs> they're in his room and she's like, <laughs> it's after she made a huge mess of it. Because like a dumbass, he locked her in his room and didn't expect her to trash it. Oh, right. When she trashes the room. Oh, my God. That was so. Yeah. And I cracked up, of course, because it was so funny. But like so and he comes back and he, you know, and like clearly he's got some organizational like needs and and everything (laughs) needs to be where they are. And he comes back and it's just, you know, (laughs) and um he starts cleaning up the mess and she goes oh that's a good idea because i'll need something to do tomorrow like thank Mm -hmm. you for cleaning it up so i can mess it up again tomorrow and then he like loses his shit and he's like you know he's like if you're gonna act like a kid i'm gonna treat you like a kid and she's like i i'm not acting like a kid but okay um and then um (laughs) <laughs> and he's like pointing at her the drawings on his maps which I thought was just hilarious that she was like drawing sea creatures on his maps and um and then all of a sudden he is like leaning into her and she's like but she thinks he's really mad at her right and then all of a sudden he's kissing her and <laughs> And she thinks to herself, and she it goes, what the, I misread where that was going. <laughs> and I had to, like, put the book down. I was, like, almost in tears. I was laughing so hard. Because she's like, wait a second. <laughs> I did not think that that was where this was going. But okay. Like, <laughs> but I thought it was just so funny because he was so mad at her and then I just loved her internal monologue of oh (laughs) (laughs) all of us have definitely been there in misreading oh my god situations yes (laughs) for sure oh my gosh um so I didn't take a lot of notes with this book (laughs) but one of them (laughs) is just me like continually questioning like okay so she searched all these places where else could the map be yeah here it could be here i never let me tell you i never i mean it's a good thing she was having to find this map because i would have never thought to look in the siren's eyeball like me neither however like we should have because it was something that she noted like when or, yeah, she specifically, it wasn't even just in the description of the ship that we were given, but she personally, like, called it out in a, her notice when she right. was, like, boarding the ship or whatever for the first time. <coughs> but, yeah, I definitely was like, oh, okay, so is it on Draxon? And then did you think that Raiden would have been carrying it? Because I don't know why I was so dumb that, like, I didn't even... Like, I was, she was like, yeah, Draxon has it. And I was like, oh, girl, you're so smart. This is obviously the answer. <laughs> That's so funny. Because, no, I was like, no, he doesn't. He's the captain. Like, 
it's he's gonna give it to his trusted I definitely thought Raiden had it. Oh no. I was I was like, oh pass it on from captain to captain. The- I I definitely thought Raiden had it, mostly because like for the sake of the story, I thought that that would make the most like um sense like parallel sense, right? Like mm-hmm. she's been searching the whole ship and the only place she hasn't gone is to the bedroom of the guy that she's kind of falling in love with because she shouldn't be falling in love with him because she's supposed to be pretending to be his captive, right? And so like mm-hmm. of course it's going to mm-hmm. be there. Like that's, you know, was yeah. sort of where it was going. And I was actually a little bit glad that it didn't because it, to me it felt like that would be really predictable, right? Like, mm. and it felt like what would, would have happened if that was the case that then like he knew the whole time that that's what she was looking for and that he like, you know, and like uh, he wasn't going to uh-huh. tell her that he had it and he was just going to let her play, her, you know, like, so I'm glad that it <clears throat> so, didn't, it would have been fine and I would, still would have loved the story if it had gone that direction, but I did like that it was not that direction because it did feel to me like that would have been predictable mm-hmm. that makes um, sense i'm glad you did not have the same experience as me. <laughs> like wait what it's not here how is it not here wait this is a place to look oh oh wait no not that it's <laughs> just constantly <laughs> <laughs> that's like, hilarious so okay so i have a question for you so like because we read this when the duology was finished, I knew she was not wholly human this whole time, right? Because the second book is called The Daughter of the Siren Queen, right? Right. You literally you literally know that she there is something siren about her. Right. But from like, the beginning. And I was like, so is this just a huge spoiler? Like, did they do a bad job of Right, like should the title not have been this? Or right. Because there's a point where, like, there is, like, that big reveal, like, oh, she's a siren or yeah, but part siren. But, like, for me, I was like, but for me, I was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I had that. I, I questioned that, too. I was like, is that a bad choice um, in the title for the next book? Or, yeah, like, what was the experience of readers when this book was the only yeah, one? Yeah, that's that exactly about? what I was wondering because I was like, because mm-hmm. of course, when the first book came out, nobody probably would have known what the second book was called. And then by the right. time the second book's title was released, people would have ideally read the first book and by that point known that she was part siren. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah. So, because I, I got to the point where it was like, it's the big reveal. And I was like, uh-huh. <laughs> like, Were it was we ex- supposed to be surprised? Well, so it was exciting to see that she did have powers that came with it. Because, like, that could have certainly been the case, right? That she was, yes, technically half siren, but, like, she doesn't have any powers because she's half human. You know, like, that could have mm-hmm. certainly been the case. So that was cool to see that she had some some magic going on. Um, but yeah, I didn't, um, <laughs> uh, I didn't feel like that reveal was super, um, at this point because the second book had come out super big, you know, um, yeah. how about the fact that Theris was actually 
Okay, so I guess we should probably back up, right? So she gets on board this ship, and Theris approaches her, and she, at the time, has no reason to not think that this is true, but he approaches her as um, her father's mole on the ship, right? And mm-hmm. so, but he sort of leaves her alone, like, well... She thinks he leaves her alone. <laughs> Apparently, he turns literally... out he's been following her everywhere, and knows her every move and every thought and yeah, everything. Right? I'm like, okay, sure. Did he not sleep ever? Like <laughs> the whole time she was there, was he just awake the whole time? Um, but so then we find out that he, in fact, is not her father's mole. But at at the at first, we find out that he is. Borden's mole. And then when they're on the island or where, yeah, the island, and they're going through all of that, um, like, learning about her powers and what she can do and the extent of her powers and all of that, there's a small moment where one of the other people starts saying something with a C. And it was so funny because to me, I was like, oh, shit, he was about to call him captain, right? Like, that was my first thought, right? And then, but then she, like, thinks to herself, oh, of course he has a different name. And I was like, I don't know. I think I think he was about to call him Captain. And so then at the end, when her dad is like, describe to me who, you know, Vorden is or whatever. And she's like, it's this guy. And he's like, no, Vorden is like unassuming and you wouldn't. And then she's like, oh my God, it's Theris. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, um, I I had similar reactions when he first introduced himself. I I was definitely questioning whether she should have made the assumption that like he was actually her dad's mole. Oh, I didn't I didn't question that at all. I questioned it, but then I was like, okay, yep, sure, I'll just go along (laughs) with it because like, why not? Yeah. Um, forgot about that. And then the same instance as you when the he started calling like calling him captain. Yeah. Um, and she was like, Oh no, and then you know me in assumptions. I was immediately like, Hosa, this is an assumption that is a really problematic one. <laughs> right. Oh my gosh. Yeah, so um I definitely but also, like, it took like, me by surprise, but, like, once I saw the signs, then I was yeah. like, oh, yeah, makes sense. Um, like, she thinks to herself in the book, like, what are the odds that the two people she killed at the beginning of the book, one of them was her father's mole? Like, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I was wondering what the heck would have been his plan if that hadn't happened like what was he going to do because his all of his interactions with her were based on the fact that he was her father was mole right which wouldn't have happened yeah so maybe he had yes so so probably he had a totally different plan and probably i would imagine was not going to approach her at all and then just watch her from a distance but then when she killed the mole he saw that there was an opportunity for him to Mm-hmm. is what I imagine is probably what happened. But I, of course, don't know because I'm not him. And, um, yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I... It was something that, like, crossed my mind. I was like, ooh, I wonder what would have... Like, yeah. what would have transpired? And then it was gone. I was, I was caught back up into <laughs> everything that was happening and trying to figure out what was going to happen next. And um, I definitely want to talk a little bit about her siren abilities. Yeah. Because I was so confused as to how she could be a half siren when no one else was that you know of like all the other sirens are actual sirens right um and so it wasn't revealed until the very end but like i and that like blew me away um i thought that was such a cool way to explain it too you know like Mm -hmm. if they're conceived underwater they're a full siren and if they're conceived on land then they're a little halvesies Mm mm-hmm yeah, and I also thought it was really intriguing the way that she um, dealt with and, like, related to her siren abilities and how, like, she despised that part of herself and, like, using the abilities were taxing and she felt that she had no control over her siren self, but she actually does in certain ways and instances and... Yeah, it was a very interesting, like, almost, like, dual personality. Yeah. I thought that was very cool. Yeah. Situation. No, I agree. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I felt like I was going to say something, and then it kind of disappeared. So, sorry about that. <laughs> I bet it was going to be really profound and, like, probably earth-shattering, mm-hmm, you know? Definitely. Um. So, sorry, world. You don't get to hear that now, I guess. Mm -hmm. (laughs) We are all lost. Yeah. (laughs) Um, (laughs) What I liked so much about her, too, is just that she, her being a Losa, it's probably apparent because she's one of the only hers that we really see in this book. But anyways, um, what I thought was so interesting about her was, like, Despite the fact that she was raised by <laughs> just a peach of a father, you know, he's just <laughs> such a such a lovely man. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and this, you know, lovely pirate that that uh, likes truth above all else, right? Um, she but she she has such a strong moral compass you know like she has such a like right at the end right when her dad is like kill them all and she's like no i want to take a couple prisoners he's like okay fine take whoever you want but then kill the rest of them and then she like goes through and she's like okay so obviously i'm not killing raiden and then i can't kill draxon because i she doesn't say it but like because she loves raiden and <laughs> we we as readers can can put two and two together. Um, but then she's like, and I, I'm going to take the children, you know, like these young, young boys who are not here for more reasons than they needed someplace to have food, you know, or, or whatever. And, and she's like, and I'll take them to a port and let them loose. Let them loose. That sounds like they're wild animals. Um, But, like, right? Like, she has such a strong 
like moral compass even within her piracy, which I thought was just really cool. Yeah, it's such a juxtaposition because there is an instance where it's called out that she has killed hundreds of men already. And she's only 17. Right. So like that seems very opposite of having a moral compass. But yes, it is... But, like, how much of that was, like, forced by her dad or, like, you know, like. Hundreds, though? I don't know. Maybe they were all bad guys. They were all the the bad kind of pirates. Oh, okay. She probably killed (laughs) all those to the good kind of pirates. Yeah. She probably killed all the rapey ones. And, like, uh well, not. I don't know. Her dad seems like he could probably be kind of. I mean, if he's willing to beat up his child, maybe he's probably a rapey one. But it's also a young adult book, so maybe none of them are rapey pirates. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, what are, what are we talking about? This is a young adult fantasy novel. We're appropriately talking about it that way. Yeah. Um, mm. I don't know. Yeah, maybe she just killed the extra bad pirates and left the kind of bad pirates. They're fine. <laughs> It's all levels, like tears on tears on a cake. Are you like a mm-hmm. are you like a really bad pirate? Are you like a, a kind of okay pirate? Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. oh, I, I really want I, cake. Oh, um, I don't have any. Damn. Plus, if I did, it, it would still help suck me at all. Yeah, because <laughs> we're six hours away from each other. But you know. Mm-hmm. Only like 45 minutes if I take a plane (laughs) with my cake. (laughs) Yeah. I expect you here tomorrow morning. Perfect. Cake in hand. Um, I am early. It'll have to be really early because I work at 7, so. Oh. It'll have to be pretty early so I can be back in time for my shift. Gotcha. Um, yeah. Um, I was so interested to like learn the um in in the in the realm of this story the mythology of the sirens cuz like of course i you know knew sirens sort of in our context of it and of course for the most part they're very similar right like luring sailors to their death and whatever but just like i was just Part of, I mean, that's part of the reason that my favorite part was my favorite part, was just sort of learning how, I'm going to say her first name, like we're friends, because, you know, why not? Um, Learning how Trisha attributed magic to these sirens, you know, and like learning that it's not just putting them under a spell and singing to them. Like, that's certainly part of it. And like becoming their biggest desire or whatever, like. Certainly that's part of it, but, like, the seeing their emotions and, like, um, you know, being able to create these alternate realities for them. And, you know, it was just, I don't, I just was just fascinated by how she sort of rolled out that magic and mm-hmm. it all made sense. And, um, yeah, I just thought that was so cool to, um, to read about. I don't know. I don't think that was originally yeah. how I was going to end that sentence, but whatever. <laughs> That's okay. Yeah, I I definitely struggled a little bit with her um, siren self because 
I don't know, everything that we know about sirens, like from our culture, is that, right, they are terrible creatures whose main desires are to lure sailors to their death and that just sounds terrible and i'm like i don't want to associate with that like (laughs) no thank you um so it took me a while to like be able to kind of separate that very negative connotation from elosa and even though she also has problems with her siren self and really struggles with that too which i found very interesting but it still took me a while to be able to, like, take the prejudice that I had. Sure. And be able to just, like, view her as her with both parts. Yeah. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, I don't know that I have anything else, really. I was just trying to think, um... I think everything that I now want to say, because for the past couple of minutes, like the last three or four things that we've discussed, I've wanted to like say something else. And then I realized right. that, oh, wait, no, it's the the next book. Yeah. So because this episode's a little <laughs> bit different, we've read both of the books before recording the first one, whereas generally we've only read the book that we're talking about so Mm -hmm. yeah it is a little bit different because it it's true there's a little bit that i um i was so excited though at the end of this book right so she brings um she brings back you know her prisoners to her ship but then she also offers enwin and kieran positions on her ship um and they both take them um and i just was so fascinated and so intrigued um to see what was going to happen with kieran and sorinda because like he was totally head over heels like the minute oh my he gosh. saw her that was so adorable yeah and like and like Enwin like just all of a sudden he was so excited and he was like yeah this is what I of course I want to join your group and he and I won't even steal from them I probably like <laughs> <laughs> you know like it was just yeah I was just excited to see sort of where this was gonna go and um and um and i was excited to see like her actual crew you know mm-hmm. because yes we'd seen absolutely. so many glimpses you know in into things just from her own thoughts um in the interactions with the few of her crew like actual crewmates that we met um like it just i was so excited to see this family she had built around herself. Um, So I was pretty glad that I very shortly after reading the first one was able to just jump into the second Mm -hmm. one because I was just ready to see more, you know? I agree. I agree. (laughs) Yeah. They definitely, definitely ended this book in a way that, made you want to dive right in not necessarily because of a cliffhanger but because you realize that you're finally getting to meet all of these characters that you've like desperately wanted to know yeah exactly i agree um all right well join us in a couple weeks and we'll talk about book two which we're also very excited to talk about um as always you can find us on social media we're at uniquely portable magic podcast 
on Instagram, I guess, <laughs> on Twitter, <laughs> we're at UPM Pod Official. And as always, you can email us at uniquelyportablemagicpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, we'll see you guys in a couple of weeks. Bye.